Good morning. Welcome to the FTS Bet Slip on Tuesday, the 27th of October. Hope you're all well. Um, okay, ultimate uh, done for midweek. Um, I'm going to get to a bit on that in a minute. Um, got to tell you the story of yesterday. I, um, my mate who I was talking about a few weeks ago, racing mate, completely disorganised. So he rings me last minute yesterday. Uh, really need you to help me out, Ian. Um, I've messed up. He had to go out and he's in the betting shops and there was two Irish meetings. I'm really busy. I can't do it from home. I've got to be out in around the shops. Um, and my wife's out and we forgot it was half term. Need someone to look after our daughter. You know, really appreciate if you do it. So I went and picked her up. I ended up, Sam had already gone to the RSPCA. So um, there I was, babysitting on my own. As I said in the morning, it threw me. Ended up with a broken toe. There you go. I know you're all laughing. I ended up, I broke my fecking toe. It is absolutely killing me, I'm not going to lie. I, uh, running around the kitchen, caught one of the uh, kickboards um, with no, only had socks on. And um, I caught it right on the corner. And the old little toe is now, uh, well, it's purple now, completely purple. Um, yeah, so, no, no damage the the child the, the parents came last night had a bite to eat and took her home um late last night child perfectly intact she had a lovely day thank you uncle ian thoroughly enjoyed it did a bit of homework with her on her computer we did some drawings some painting um all sorts of stuff uh playing connect four and never beat me didn't beat me once i'm a master at that game by the way almost unbeatable um and um yeah, ended up with a broken toe. So there you go. Don't play with kids and animals in it, they say. I know you're all chuckling away. I kept that to myself. Um, only told one person. He found it extremely funny. Um, right. He said, what did you do, kicker? <laughs> I said, I broke your toe. So what did you do, kicker? Um, right. Uh, yesterday, yeah, I didn't feel when I did the podcast because my head was all over the place. Obviously, picking her up and being here, um, that I did a did it full justice. Um, I haven't listened back, so I will before next week and carry that on. Uh, some of you, some great comments, thank you. Um, and I talked in there about home wins, and I'm going to revisit it again today because. A few of you emailed in different things, um, and there were people I was expecting to hear from. I thought, I know certain people that this will trigger a little thing. And one of the great things about the podcast, I've always said, is you guys provide the material. Um, but I've had, uh, the, the one that's got me, most of the queries I could answer, I'd answered. But one that got me, I had an anonymous email um, questioning the home statistics I quoted. Um, so let's cover that for firstly what is the, there's no point in me making that stuff up why would I make it up what is the point of it um, there's a hundred members who've got those ultimate databases that can check it verify it could put it up on anywhere they like that I was talking shit I want people to win there's absolutely no benefit in me talking nonsense what what I'm trying to stress is that we don't want to react on a perception or what somebody's saying I react on data and people have different reasons for saying different things you have people who are affiliates for products so they're promoting websites because they get paid 
you know that's been going on for years we don't have any affiliates i don't affiliate any products i i have done years ago when people asked me soon saw the error of it i don't do it but you do have people who their sole intention of promoting something is to get paid from it you have people who just perhaps and and many have come and gone on twitter i think wacker trades was one that we all may remember though who come and just want to try and show off and say look at me um and then you have other people um you know who who react to who may have a decent bet or whatever and react to a certain result in a match and blame it on covid for example so there's many different reasons why people and all i was saying was all i can actually go on when i look at what i do and, and predominantly and i you know not being an ass about it my focus is on what i do first I use tools that I then share with other people. My focus is on what I do first, and it, and I need to make sure that what I do is right for me um, before I move. So I'm not going to make any of this shit up. So there is this perception, as I tried to explain yesterday, that it was that COVID is ruining football. COVID, ever then, all the results are down to COVID. My argument against that was. Well, if you look, we have had these runs before, and I can't remember what ones I quoted, but I remember I quoted one in 2015, because I think I had a particularly bad spell. And the fact are, I took top teams, was just a, a quick sample yesterday, I took top teams, and they are winning since COVID. So I've had this anonymous email, basically, and this is where I love these people, particularly when they come in anonymous, I've got this, like, one of those anonymous email addresses with no name on it, um, basically saying that I was talking bollocks, um, that there's been a huge drop-off in home uh, short price odds on favourites not winning since COVID. Um, and it's basically affecting football and uh, blah, blah, blah. So basically that's the, the essence of the email. I'm going to go through some elements of it as I do this. So that's the essence of the email is basically, bottom line, I'm talking bollocks um, and the... It's absolute fact that the home teams odds on are um, not not performing as well, and and they've gone on and quoted some stuff. Um, I'm not going to read the whole thing out. I'm just going to work through it, try and do it systematically, so we make some sense of it on this podcast. Um, the problem in life, and I've said it numerous times on this podcast, you can have your own opinions, you can't have your own facts. And I don't know where this has come from. I did see a tweet at the weekend about a number of odds-on favourites losing that had been playing in Europe um, or not winning Celtic. So if you'd laid odds-on favourites, um, Celtic was one, I think Leverkusen. They did a list of these are the teams who've played in Europe that went off odds-on at the weekend and didn't win or whatever. I can't remember the exact tweet and I haven't gone and found it. Not It's not me. You know, I, I always thought Tottenham struggled playing Thursday, Sunday. I don't think there's anything hidden in that, that teams in Europe, you're trying to balance it. You know, maybe they do take their eye off the ball and Tottenham certainly did when we played Europa League. We had a period where we just couldn't win on a on a weekend after the Europa League. I've never looked at that in full detail, I'll be honest. Um, but I've got a feeling that's what's triggered where this email has come, that it's come from somebody's read that tweet, um, which I generally can't remember who posted. I just remember seeing it um, about these weekend odds on favourites. So I thought, right, I've got to go about this systematically and I'm going to tackle the things this guy's come up with. So the first thing he said is that odds on at home teams since COVID have been um, way underperforming. That's the exact words, way underperforming. Um, so 
I went and looked at odds on teams since COVID on FDD. There's 28 leagues on FDD, I think. They cover all the major European leagues. So they cover England, France, Belgium, Germany, uh, Italy, Spain, Scotland, you know, England 1 and 2, Germany 1 and 2, Spain 1 and 2, France 1 and 2, um, Denmark, Norway, Sweden, Brazil, MLS, Japan, uh, Portugal. So they cover a wide range of leagues. They don't cover things like Finland, Iceland, admittedly, Mexico, um, you know, other lesser leagues. They tend to cover the main leagues, 28 main leagues, where the most money is on Betfair. That was the, the idea with it, I think. Um, when they set it up so I went back to that and I went back to May so I ignored there may have been a few games in March Covid but I just went from when football restarted in May when Germany started up all the way to now there have been 1006 odds on home favourites uh, since Covid 1006 um, so I got that back to games in one spreadsheet and then I thought, right, what's, what can I compare it to? So what I took then was I took a th- I, I took a thousand and four just for the day of just for the way of filtering because um, it was a day's thing. I did it in to go back and get them. So I took a thousand and four games then that were the thousand and four games of odds on favourites at home, immediately preceding the COVID period. So in effect from March, and it took us back into um, I think November time. Um, 2019. So I've got a thousand and four games from November, November 2019 through to March, which were pre-COVID when football was normal and we were in the throes of the season. And then I've got a thousand and six games which have been played from May to um, now, with odds on favourites at home. So I've got two batches of data. So and then I just broke it down. So. COVID games, odds on at home. 1,006 games, there's been 633 home wins, which is 62.92%. There's been 207 draws, which is 20.58%. And there's been 166 away wins, which is 16.5%. So home wins, 62.92% for odds on favourites in those leagues, admittedly, since COVID. In pre-COVID... In the 1,004 games, there were 619 wins, 61.65%. There were 218 draws, which is 21.71%. And there was 167 away wins, 16.63%. So in the 1,006 games versus the 1,004, the 1,006 games of COVID have had 166 away wins. The 1,004 games pre-COVID have had 167. It is remarkably consistent. There are, in fact, 62.92% of those teams have won at home in COVID compared to 61.65 pre-COVID. Well in the realms of variance. And actually, home teams' odds-on are outperforming the pre-COVID 1,004 games by 1.3%. That's the facts of it. So to turn around and say they're massively underperforming is fake news. It's Trump-like. It's just fake news. I don't know why you want to write in and tell me that. Do you think I can't check that up? Do you think I'm a fucking imbecile that I haven't got that information, that I can't pull it out? I just want... It's one of them. It's If it's a Barry, you want the name to call you out. Do it in anon- anonymously. The guy's then gone on and said if you take half-time... It's even worse. And I, I, 
you know, what do you do? I said, what do you mean? I had to. What? And it, and they've come back and said, if you've got Teams, um, hang on, I've got to get the email out. Hold on a second, because I've, I've made some notes for this one. Uh, if you've got away, sorry, if you've got away teams uh, winning at half time, it's resulting in um, practically no home teams winning. Home teams can't aren't coming back, and home teams aren't scoring this, that, and the other. So I thought, right, okay. So now I've got a half time database. So I've gone into my half time database, um, and I've got all that information out. Exactly the same. I've taken the same 1,006 games COVID period. I've taken the same 1,004 games uh, post pre-COVID, sorry. So I've got pre-COVID and COVID, same number of games. So of the COVID games at home, the away team was winning at half-time in 160 games. In... Uh, those games, 34 ended up in a home win. Obviously, the home type side's got to turn that round. So 21.25%. 86 ended in an away win where the away team's gone on and held on. And 40 ended on in a draw. So it's 21% home wins, 53.75% away wins, 25% draws. That was in. That's what's happened in COVID when the away team has been leading half-time against an odds-on home favourite. I hope you're staying with this. Um, well, trouble when people send you emails on this, it takes you ages to put together, and I don't know whether it's making any sense to you on a, I've got it in sheets, but whether it makes any sense to you over the um, podcast. So we've got 160 games in COVID where an odds-on favourite is losing at half-time. Of those, only 21% as the home team turned it round, 53% have been away wins, 25% draws. Go to the 1,004 games pre-COVID. We've got... 173 games where the away team's leading at half-time. So pre-COVID, the home teams aren't doing as well. 173 times they're behind. In COVID, they're only 160 times they're behind. So 173 times got a half-time where the odds-on team is losing. 36 of those have turned round in a home win, 20.81%. 89 have ended in an away win, 51.45%. And 48 have ended in a draw, 27.75%. So again, in COVID, the home team turned it round. They were 21.25% home wins. Pre-COVID, 20.81%. So there's actually more. There's actually more teams now um, turning it round and getting the wins than there was pre-COVID. The away team is winning in covid 53.75%, admittedly, Um, less than, which is more than what was happening pre-COVID. It was 51.45. So for a percent and a half, 2%, the away team is holding on. And that is the draws that have lost it. There was 25% um, now draws pre-COVID. There was 27. But it's hardly seismic, is it? It's not, oh, the world's falling apart. These home teams can't win. The numbers are in perfectly normal variance within one or two percent over a thousand fixtures um so he's then gone on and said i, I mean it just drives me mad really i, I don't know what you know do you remember that ricky gervais thing i should have left it um what about the hang on hang on i've got the, i've got more screens going so so i've done the full stats Nothing in it. In fact, COVID teams are winning more games odds on. I've done the half-time stats. There was another one he had, which I've got here. Um, If the home team is losing by a single goal, uh, nil one. 
So the home team at half-time is losing 0-1. Barely any home wins. Barely any. So there's ba- if the home team is 1-0 behind at half-time, there's barely any. Now, that doesn't really tie in when I've just done the any away stats to show that, well, 20% of the time, pre-COVID, the home team was turning it round, and 21% of the time, in COVID, the home team's turned it around. That's not barely any, is it? It's 20%. So... I went and found the 0-1 games. So we remember we had any away team was 160 games in COVID. Any away half-time pre-COVID was 173. So you've not got a massive data field there. And obviously, when I say any away, you're talking 0-1, 0-2. The majority of those games, given, you know, you only ever get really one or two first-half goals, pretty much, um, are out of the... It's exactly the same number. Out of the 160 games that are having a way win at half-time against odds-on favourites in COVID, 122 of those games were 0-1. So the away team was winning 1-0. Of the 173 games that had an away win at half-time pre-COVID, 122 of them are 0-1. Exactly the same number. So we've got 1,004 games. We've taken out the teams winning at half-time. We've got a slight disparity, 160 versus 173. But there's 122 of those games in each scenario are 0-1, which when you want to compare things is absolutely perfect. So 0-1 in COVID. So a team losing 0-1 in COVID. Remember the any away, 21% was getting turned around for home wins. When it's 0-1, it's 24.5% getting turned around in home wins. When it's uh, a 0-1, 50% are still ending in away wins. So 50% of those 122 games, 61 are ending in away win. And 31 are ending in draws, which is 25%. So you've got 61, 122 games, 0-1 at half-time in COVID. You've got 30 home wins, 61 um, away wins and 31 draws pretty much even split 25% 50% 25% in pre-covid you've got 122 games exactly the same 32 ended in home wins 55 ended in draws and 35 away ended in away wins so pre-covid the away win was holding on 35 games out of the 122 in covid uh, sorry, 55 times. In COVID, it's 61. So it is a slight increase where the away team is going on and, and winning in COVID when they're 1-0 up. But again, it's not seismic. It's not anything for me to turn around and say to you guys, and ultimately, you know, that's who I'm talking to. I'm talking to members of FTS that I want to win and say, hang on a minute, home teams, short price home teams have fallen off a cliff. All the numbers I've given you there, the percentages are within minuscule amounts. 1% to 2% either way. Nothing at all seismic that I would ever sit down. Do you not think if, for example, what have we got? 1,004 games, 619, 633 home wins. More in COVID than we had pre-COVID. Do you not think if that said something like 200 home wins compared to 600... I wouldn't be across that and say to you guys, hang on a minute, guys, we really need to hold on to what we're doing here because this has fallen off a cliff. I've been consistent since May when everybody was jumping up and down when Germany started. And, and you know, again, it's that let's blame something. Let's blame. It must be COVID. It must be no fans. It must be COVID. 
All I've said is, I've been consistent. We haven't got enough data. When I've got enough data, maybe be the end of this season, I can't see crowds being back this season. Um, I've got a full season's data I can have a look at, plus a little bit of the season before, because obviously we had the finish of last season in May. You start to get a picture and you can look at it. Everything I've looked at across what I do, which really is what my main concern is, has not yet been disastrous. And and that was the point I was just trying to make to people, that there's variance in football. There is variance. And stopping and starting based on stuff that isn't backed up, based on fake news, because somebody says, oh, home teams aren't winning. If home teams are behind, that's that finished. And home teams odds on can't win with no crowds. It's just... It's just noise. That's all it is. It's just noise that people are putting out there. And all I try and get you guys to do and say, look at it. You know, somebody posted quite rightly, if you if you um, a member of Ultimate, use the power builder. See what's gone on. See where you are. See what's gone on. Because I don't think it is abnormal. Yeah, we've seen some strange results. We've seen, to, but we've always seen strange results. We've seen Barcelona when they are at their peak get beat at home. You know, we have seen... It's, people are acting as if we've never seen this stuff. Um, because Liverpool lost 7-2. The world's up in arms. No, it's not. It has happened. Remember when Man U beat Arsenal 8-2? You know, these things do happen. Um, it's football. It's a le- Ultimately, it's 11 human beings against 11 human beings. That's all I do. And, and it's that noise. Listening to that noise... Try and do it yourself. Everything, particularly if you're an FTS member. I've not got any data that you guys haven't got. Look at it. Do not take what somebody says as gospel. Because you do not know what their motives are. And that's the, and that's really the key element of it. Um, so this guy's come at me with all this nonsense and anonymously. Basically saying, there. I mean, I'm the wrong person to come at. Because I've got it all. Do you think I'm not going to check that? You know, it just so happens that I've wasted an hour of my life to know what I was pretty much convinced and knew anyway, because I do check this stuff quite regularly, that the world isn't dropping off a cliff. More odds-on teams as a percentage have won in COVID than won in the 1,000 games before over a considerable, comparable amount of games across same leagues. That is the bear, That is the absolute facts of it. There's no getting away from it. That is the facts of it. Um, more odds-on teams as a percentage if losing at half-time have won 21.25 as opposed to 20.81 in a 1,000 games in COVID compared to the 1,000 games immediately before COVID. Absolute fact. Only I can only talk about the leagues I work in. I can't, you know, somebody might come at me and say, oh, yeah, but Finland's doing this and I, I haven't got that. I can go and find it, but that... I don't bet them, so I'm not that interested in it. But if you are, do that work. But it's so easy just to say, oh, that's it. No, football's changed. Football's finished. That's it. And, and we're stopping. I'm stopping that system. It's gone. That system's gone. We're stopping. I've gone two years touting about how great this is, and then I'm just stopping it. Behave yourself. Be Come on. Let's be fair. If we're going to do things and we want to talk about stuff, one, don't do it anonymously. Do it fairly uh, and have a proper discussion. Not... You know, is we we are living in this world, aren't we? I mean, you know, the one thing Trump has said is right is fake news. It's just people want to talk garbage um, repeatedly, um, 
and there's no need for it. And all I'll say to you guys, the ones who listen who try and do this properly, I realise, I'm not trying to be friends with everybody, I realise there's people who think I'm an arsehole, a dick, want me to fail, want ultimate members to fail. I get all that. I'm not talking to them because I'm not interested in them. I'm interested in the people who are winning, losing, whatever, doubting, you know, getting confident, whatever it may be, just understand you need to just keep level whatever's going on and let facts and data back up what you're doing. Just keep level and let facts and data back it up. And if you do that, you've got a lot more chance of success than reacting to whatever. You know, and as I say, I do think this probably came from that tweet to do with the um, one weekend where we have seen, you know, Celtic didn't win. No, they were odds on away, whatever. But uh, it was related to odds on teams not converting after Europe. That's the tweet that I saw. I might be miles off, but I think that's where it come from. Um, you know, I, I don't follow football people much on Twitter, as I've said it many times. I, I like the banter. I like banter with people like Lee Cow, Betty Blogger, Dio. I find them amusing. Sugsy, Kevin Kelly, you know, although he keeps putting West Ham shit up. Um that's really what I like. Online trader, you know, I loved watching those. Uh, as I said last week, the old blue noses and Villa fans. I love stuff like that. That's what it's for. I, I, I don't want to get bogged down in what other people are doing football-wise because it doesn't interest me. I do what I want to do, how I want to do it, um, and I've done it successfully for thirteen years onwards, um, and that's what I'll do. Um, but you know, I, I don't. I, as I say, I do. I quite. I'm having a go. I quite like emails like this because it does generate discussion and get you talking. And I'll talk to anybody about football. You know, I've said if people want to come on, um, we can talk about football. I've got no, absolutely no problem with it. But don't just send random rubbish unless you can back it up. And I, you know, they may this guy may write back today and say, yeah, but I've got Fiji and Australia and, and fine. I don't know the numbers in that. I'm telling you the numbers from that, and and that's what matters to me is the numbers. And I'm talking about leagues where we can all have a reasonable, decent bet, um, where there's money in the games. That's what I'm talking about. So, the the overriding fact for me is that. Odds on teams at home pre-COVID in the thousand games pre-COVID, thousand and four games won sixty-one percent of the time, and in COVID they've won sixty-two point nine two percent of the time. They've turned round more games at half time than they did pre-COVID. Um, that's it. That that is it for me, and and that is the absolute numbers. People can check that. They can go and do it themselves and see exactly the same info I can. Anyway, that's that bit done. Got me broken toe. Uh, done me odds on. You know, it is. As I say, you can have your own opinions. You can't have your own facts. That's the bit that, that drives me mad. Um, you know, if you're going to send something as fact, at least have something behind it. Uh, right, horses. Uh, we added a couple more points thanks to Bomb Squad. Again, obviously got on to a, you know, I think we went six or seven without a winner yesterday on the pod horses. Um, but took the profit from the... Since the ninth at Betfair SP to 19.53 points um, and 16.34 on um, in the place. So 35 points in now what is 107 bits. Um, so good. And as I say, I've got some other bits that I'll add on. These will be moving. I'm going to stress it because people are going to get the ump. These will be moving to Telegram um, from the first and it will not be everybody getting them originally. Um, I'm going to get it going. I'll, you know, if you're not in the first lot, you I'm not 
ruling anybody out. There will be some, but I'm not ruling anybody out. Uh, I'm going to set that up later this week, contact the people who are in initially, and then once I know it's all running and it's working as it should, I will then drip in other people and add them. So if you don't hear, don't go, oh, I've been doing yours since you've left me out. I've got to run it how I want to run it, simple as that. I've got to run it in a stress-free and a simpler way for me to get the information across as opposed to just using this. I will still mention the horses on the pod um, when the time permits it. So it's as I say, this isn't going to go by the wayside. It's just a matter of I can get everything on Telegram in one place. Um, but I've got people panicking. Am I going to be in? Am I going to be in? I've not rolled anybody out, but I'm not starting with a you know, everybody who wants at the minute. I want to check it all works. If it doesn't go anywhere, I can end it then and not end it for loads and put a load of work in getting, oh, you've sent me the link, it doesn't work, am I in? All that, I want to get all that side of it and the message times and layout of the messages sorted out. Relax yourselves. Uh, right, so pod horses today. We have got Chepstow only. I think there must be one in every race. Um, Chepstow 1250 Grand Mogul. Chepstow 150 Wayfinder, Chepstow 220 Gallia Leo Silver, Chepstow 255 Fancy Shapes, Chepstow 325 Leos Duin Behema, flipping hell is that? Who called it? What's that name? Leos Duin Behema, B H E A R N A. Chepstow 4 o'clock Chinwag and Chepstow 435 Stage Star. So 1250 Grand Mogul, 150 Wayfinder, 220 Galileo Silver, 255 Fancy Shapes, 325 Liosto in Bohema, 4 o'clock Chinwag, 435 Stage Star. That is the pod horses sitting at 19.53 points to Betfair SP since the 9th of October. And 16.34 points in the place. Um, That is those. And I've had, yes, I have had a text. Let me just have a quick look. See, old Sonny and Kane. See, somebody said to me, he said, I hope those four points, um, they're letting the West Ham back into it and the penalty against Newcastle don't cost us the title. I said, don't worry, we'll be 15 points clear. Don't worry about it. They won't even feature. Um... Right, where are we here? Here we go. Let me right. I'll get the prices up for that one. The um, the FTS pod horses, just um, whatever you like, whatever you feel. Um, wins places, win and place trades. Uh, right, but these ones I will go prices because they're very price specific. Horse racing Chepstow. He's got Chepstow as well, so it'll be interesting. Right, Chepstow. Uh, we have got Grand Mogul. Uh, I've had word for Sizable Sam. Um, and this, uh, yeah, quite fancy is this. 1250 Sizable Sam. That is a mention. Uh, 150 Wayfinder is We've got Wayfinder as well, so that's backed up as a mention. 150 Wayfinder, which is also a pod horse. Uh, 325, 325, that's the one. We've got Lost in in Behina. Uh, And, hold on. Blackjack Kentucky. Blackjack Kentucky, a small word for that. So, again, I don't know what people do in these. I'm just telling them. And 435, we've got Stage Star. They've backed up Stage Star. And then I've got one at Bangor. 
Banger, didn't we have a lovely time the day we went to Banger? People won't remember that, will they? Show me age. Uh, guard your dreams. 235 at Banger. Exact words. Guard, guard your dreams should win again. And it is worth having a few backup on Jemmy Rand. So Jemmy Rand. So you might want to back Jemmy Rand each way and cover on guard your dreams. You might want to have a reasonable bet on guard your dreams and a tiny bet on Jemmy Rand. But they are the two at the 235. Guard your dreams and Jemmy Rand. And on the 340 at Bangor. 340 at Bangor. Uh, mint condition, Henry Brooks, Brooks Mount mint condition, currently 13, and exploiter, which I can't see. Oh, yeah, exploiter, right underneath it, 13.5. So perhaps both of those small win and place. So they are the mentions. Nitesh, thank you ever so much. I hope that all makes sense. Um, I've got one football bet. We've got a bit of League One and Championship tonight. Uh, one small football bet, which is the 7 o'clock at um, League One, AFC Wimbledon. If nil-nil on 25 minutes, you might want to go for a late first half goal. AFC Wimbledon, Blackpool, late first half goal, 25, 25 minutes onwards. Um, so that's it. That's me done. So um, yeah, um, you know those those figures and things. I'll keep I'll keep an eye on all that. You know, you don't anyone on FTS. You don't need to worry about it. We keep an eye on all that, but. I can only go by the numbers. I'm not saying we're not seeing some strange results. I'm not saying we're seeing some unusual goal scored, you know, goals in Premier League. My feeling is it will all settle down. It'll all, you know, Tottenham only scored one last night. You know, my feeling is things will start to eke back to normal. But the bottom line, I guess, is don't make rash judgments, particularly not on fake news. You know, if you've got the ability, research it yourself. I am happy, you know, as long as people are patient, I am happy if people want me to look at something um, to send it in. I can always, you know, say to Paul, you know, is the sheep, Paul, can you run that query? We can always find something and have a look at it. Got tons of data here that I can go through. Uh, it's just a time thing. But, you know, if you're going to do it, do it politely, do it nicely, ask the question. Don't need to come at me saying you're talking shit, this, that and the other. I'm not on here to talk shit to people. I talk plenty of shit, you know, and I'm... And the, and I, you don't have to agree with me. I don't, you know, I know there's people on here who are staunch right wing, staunch left wing that disagree when I talk about politics and things. I say, that's totally perfect. There's nothing wrong with that. That's what you're entitled to do. Um, but when there's facts, don't come at me with things and just invent facts. You know, have opinions. We can all have opinions and my opinions will differ greatly to lots of people. But if you're going to come with facts, particularly relating to football stuff, make sure you're spot on. Um, and I've got no problem with, you know, I've had many times people have said, oh, you got that bit wrong or done something wrong there. You know, when I send ultimate sheet, they made a mistake. We fix it. It's just a way you're doing it. But I'm not going to say it got me back up because you guys, as I say, do provide the material. But it's got to be of a sense that actually this makes a bit of a bit of sense to it. Um, right. I've forgotten. You know what? I've forgotten. And I've got it here. I've got to get that out. The old recipe of the day. I thought well, you thought you'd lost me. And I'm off. I'm back again. Uh, recipe of the day. I've got to dig it out now. I saved it in my flipping bookmarks. Or did I save it in my rent? reading list hold on a second my little troopers hold on a second right I call this 
Um, for me, soup season. There, I've got a soup maker. I absolutely love soup. So I'm going to give you a quick winter soup, which is really nice. It's just something, make loads of it, put some, get some of them soup freezer bag, get it in the freezer. Takes minutes and full hearty, got everything in you, you need. Absolutely lovely. So this is winter. Um, it's a vegetable and lentil soup. Uh, lentil's really good for you. Um, and it is really simple. You want about 100 grams of um, red lentils. Dice up a couple of carrots, three, four sticks of celery, couple of leeks. Um, get some tomato puree, about half a tube. Um, some fresh thyme or, or dried thyme, it doesn't really matter. Three large um, garlic cloves, some, um, what do you call it? A vegetable stock, I use the stock pots, nor stock pots, and a, um, actually want two of those, get two of those, because we're gonna make quite a bit, so get, get two, even three if you like, it depends how much of that you like, but two or three uh, of the nor stock pots. Um, and a smaller, small pinch of ground coriander, small pinch of nutmeg. So basically, once you've chopped all that up, all the get your lentils, chop up all your carrots, celery, however you want them. Some like it, you know, quite thick slice. Some like it quite small slice. Do it whatever way you like. There's no rules. Uh, lob all that into a big, large um, pan. Uh, then pour over one and a half liters of the stock. If you're going to want to make more and you want to make two litres, just up everything, add an extra carrot, add an extra celery, extra 15, 20 grams of lentils, add an extra stock cube, make as much or as little as you like of this. Um, so literally get all the chopped ingredients in a pan, pour over the uh, one and a half to two litres of stock, um, put in the tomato puree, stir that in, and your herbs, your thyme, your coriander, your nutmeg, um, literally get it simmering and cover it then and leave it for about 30 minutes that is it done put it into i like it with all the veg in put it into bowls if you like it all smooth your soups then just get it in a blender and fizz it but i like the bits in it me personally there you go lovely winter soup have it with a bit of you know a bit of french bread whatever ciabatta job done you've got a nice bit of um of soup I haven't done a book. I would have done a book, but I got waylaid into doing that. Um, this odds on at home because I thought that was a bit more important for people, particularly if they're starting to question it and thinking that odds on teams, the world's falling out. Just one minute. I did miss one bit off that. Um, just as an example, because uh, somebody said it. Um, I've got to open the database a minute on ultimate, on the alternate leagues. So we've got. Um, Again, anybody's got this, or not anybody, but anybody who's a member uh, has got this. See how organised it is. Free-flowing. We've gone from from data to horses to soup back to data. There you go. You don't get this anywhere else. You don't get this. they all got production teams and churn out their nonsense. Right, in the um, alternate leagues... Those of you who've got it, that has been going now. That covers seven leagues. So we've got seven leagues. And this is to bet fair prices, admittedly, at 8 a.m. on a Friday. But it covers the Belgian Premier League, Dutch Eredivisie, English Championship, French League One, German Bundesliga Two, Primera Liga, and the Turkish Super League. 
Since the 29th of July 2016, so the 16-17 season, Belgium started in July, so the 16-17 season, so we've got 16-17, 17-18, 18-19, 19-20, and we're now into 2021. Since that time, laying the away team blind every single match has produced 267 points profit to the 8 o'clock Betfair price. If you went on at 8 o'clock exactly every Friday, ever since July 2016 and laid the away team, you would be 267.95 points up to the Betfair price, less 5p commission, so obviously you'd be better off now because it's 2p. But the world's fallen out of it apparently because away teams are winning everything, home teams can't win. Um, So if I look at 2021 only, if we'd laid the away team in 2021, it is only minus 25 points. It's not like the whole world and it's minus 300. It is only minus 25 points. And in the last few weeks, it's, or last couple of, what is how long's that period there? The last, how many matches? 63 matches I've just grabbed randomly. It's eight points up. You know, it goes in swings and roundabouts. That's the point I'm making. It's not anything that we need to have an absolute meltdown over that the world is falling apart. You've got to accept that these things over a period of time hit variants and go up and down. Of course, things do run their course. and will, But you keep an eye on it. And you can't go on one weekend's results and say, oh, well, they played in Europe, they didn't win, that's it. Or I lost eight points in the championship, laying away teams, it's all gone. No teams ain't winning COVID. Have some facts. It's like this virus. People just talking. You know, so I haven't talked about it. Because people are just talking now complete and utter bollocks. And the trouble we're in there, it's gone on so long, it's going to go on for another six months, no matter what that fucking idiot across the pond tells you. You are guaranteed that we are in this situation absolutely for a minimum of another six months and people are just talking more and more shit about it and it's just going on and on and on and i'm sick of people talking shit i'll be honest i'm absolutely sick of people just talking bollocks about stuff they know fuck all about half of them absolute and they can't be bothered to do research we just live in a world someone says something and it's off and it's around the world in 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 nanoseconds grow up people just that's the bottom line that's where i'm really getting grow up anyway there we go i'm um i'm done i am done now go and enjoy your soup um feel free to send me stuff happy days um at the spurs see you all on go on you spurs champions and we're gonna be champions beautiful see you all um i'll speak to you all tomorrow